Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Wherever you are, I hope that you are doing well. Uh, we are certainly having a little bit of a heat wave here in Scotland, that's for damn sure. Um, it has been a lot warmer, um, but, <laughs> but also pissing in rain here as well, but uh, that's just typical Scotland for you. This past Sunday was PCA East Angla, um, and I had a, a female that was doing bikini tall. Uh, she ended up winning her class, which was awesome. Uh, it was our first show together. Um, and effectively it was our, you know, I don't like to use the term warm-up show, but her her first planned schedule show of the season's in sort of four and a half weeks' time. So this was a show that we jumped in early. Um, we kind of jumped in knowing we still had a couple of kilos to lose, but I, I did think, and I suggested this about three weeks ago, I did think even with having a couple of kilos to lose that she would present a very competitive package on the day and I felt like we could definitely sneak a, a top three place in um, and you know for her to win her category was was awesome she'd never won a show before uh, she came on board last year um, having you know got thirds and fourths um, we entered a bit very structured off season and you know it's paid off dividends so our, our sights firmly set now on uh, the two world's British finals but yeah it was just a, it was just epic on uh on Sunday, uh, me and my, my wife and my son, we were out uh, at Nando's and um, a lot of the time when I can't make these shows, I'll often know coaches that are there so I can, I can you know, often get a little bit of an update on how my athlete's doing from those coaches and I got a message from a coach that was there saying, oh, you know, you're, um, it was a picture of them on stage and said, I think that your athlete, um, I think that your girl's going to win. Um, they just came out, but it's very clear. So that was that was awesome uh, to see, and then it, it avoided that um, nervous anticipation. If you're a coach and you have people that prep and you're listening to this, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, you're you've done all you can. You know you've been chatting on WhatsApp back and forth, checking in throughout the day multiple times. Um, they're looking good, and then you know you wish them luck, and then you just you stop hearing from them. And about 50 minutes, an hour goes by and you're sitting there anxious, tense, unsure. Um, so I, I kind of got that message from that coach and that um, that made that time not quite as <laughs> not quite as nerve-wracking. And then I saw on that coach's story that she was in the overall. So I kind of I saw that she had won before she messaged me. Um, and as soon as I came off Insta um, and saw, uh, she, she'd WhatsApped me saying she'd won. So yeah, a really good, uh, a really good uh, weekend for, for the brand. And um, that was one that we weren't supposed to do. You know, I'd said actually there was a quite a bit of a break, if you remember back to a few episodes ago, and um, we jumped in this one a little bit earlier. So she goes again a few weeks. We have a men's physique athlete competing in about two and a half weeks' time. Natural guy, looks fucking dynamite. So excited for that as well. But well into the competitive season, and. Uh, yeah, just looking forward to the rest of the year. So anyway, on to the subject of today's podcast is high days. You know, these are things that I've been running with my athletes that you may have seen uh, recently. I've ran them over the years um, quite a bit, to be fair. But um, I'm getting a lot of questions about, hey, you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm senior athletes on high days. My coach doesn't give me these. What are they? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So I figured, you know what? I'll do a podcast on it, give you a little more information about as to what these are, when you implement them, etc, etc, and then you can make up your own mind about whether you implement them in your diet. So what are high days or high day, what is a high day, you know, because it's not always two days, it's maybe just one. Well, they're effectively a strategic increase in 
calories. Mostly coming from carbohydrates and maybe perhaps a little bit of fats as well. Now, you're maybe thinking, well, why why on earth would you do that when you're dieting? And that's probably the first question we should address. Now, when we are dieting, I always say, obviously, like we're trying to hit a calorie deficit and we're trying to, at times, dig quite aggressively. Now, fat loss itself can stall. Our body's metabolism can downregulate and get to effectively adapt to a certain point of what we're doing. So we can get to a point where maybe fat loss is slowing down or we might find that dietary-induced fatigue is, is increasing. Now that could be, what are the signs of that? So someone might be telling you how, now don't get me wrong, prep's supposed to be hard, right? But someone might be telling you how extra fucked they feel. Um, their sleep quality might be really, really poor, strength really, really poor, energy levels in the gutter um, and just feeling like the body is battling back. Those are often the signs that you'll that'll be kind of like a, a high day refeed, whatever you want to call it, would, would certainly be warranted. But so why like how does this work? Why why is it, you know, um you know, is it witchcraft? How does it happen? So let's um let's take I, I I love to use this really simple analogy um of when we're dieting we are effectively digging a hole, right? And the way we want to look at it is that we're digging this hole, we're trying to shovel shovel more fat effectively out the hole um, and, and make it a little bit deeper. You know, we're trying to get leaner as a simple analogy. Now, weeks of doing that, that process slows down. Again, one of the tools we can use to speed that back up is we can put a little bit more food in to then increase that sort of shoveling of the soil, shoveling of more fat, if that makes sense. So by increasing food on that day or subsequent days um, you're going to allow that person say muscle glycogen to increase they're going to naturally feel a lot better their energy levels will shoot through the roof their performance in the gym might um, rapidly increase they'll train harder they'll do more reps they'll push push for more um, but what what we're effectively trying to do is as we diet, levels of cortisol in the body will increase. Now, cortisol is the body's sort of main stress hormone, and you could see it as almost the enemy of fat loss. It kind of slows that down, so it slows that process down. So, one of the one of the only ways to lower cortisol levels in someone's body is yes, of course you can rest, but also putting more food in offsets this level of of cortisol. So. We, we diet, we diet, we diet, we're shoveling, 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 we get this big buildup of cortisol, things start to slow down, shoveling becomes hard, we put more food in, we find we could shovel a bit faster, cortisol levels have came down and the process can continue. And then I think it's one thing to also add in there that it's going to serve as a, it's going to serve as a, effectively a bit of a mental break, isn't it? Because, I mean, I'll get into the, um, I'll get into the, the totals of where I'd start and whatnot with with males and females, but it does certainly serve as a little bit of a little bit of a break, you know, a mental break from dieting. Um, I'm not saying it's going to help improve their their adherence, but if they're maybe getting to the point where they're becoming a bit food focused and thinking about it, and all of a sudden they're getting a bit more carbs, um, it can serve as that little bit of a dietary break, mental break to then have a little bit of a 
of a push again. So you may be thinking, right, okay, well, I know what they are and I know kind of what they do. Um, when when would I use them? So I kind of briefly mentioned it, didn't I, in the, a couple of minutes ago, really, um, that I would use these when, when fat loss slows down. So I'd use them in males and females um, or when when someone's just pretty fucked as a coach you get kind of you have you get very good at knowing when someone needs it you let's bear in mind you can't just drive someone into the ground the entire dieting phase and expect them to look good at the end of it you have to have these strategic phases of pushing and pulling so let's say for example you have an, an athlete who you figured out right across the 18 week prep we need to lose like 10 kilos or whatever it is in the first few weeks they're dropping they're dropping they're dropping they've maybe hit a sticking point you've maybe manipulated food um, and cardio and whatnot and they've dropped and then it keeps going they get to a point where you make that manipulation and things just stall things just ain't, ain't happening ain't moving that's when you know right boom implant the high day someone's got to be I'm not going to say they need to be peeled for these at all because I've got athletes that um, I'm giving them and they're 10 weeks out but they, they need to have been digging for a few weeks before you're going to implement this the leaner that they are the better that these will work and what you'll maybe find is that you implement this and then once you've implemented it you have a little bit of an adjustment to that baseline calories and that baseline cardio and then boom you see a response within literally a few days at least I would say maybe four four days could be four to seven days, of course, depending on how lean they are. If they're not quite as lean, it'll be be a bit longer. Um, but the leaner that someone is, the quicker that they'll sort of drop back down and then reach a reach a new low. So we already know what the benefits are of it. The next question maybe falls into, well, what do they look like, a male versus a, a female? Now, let's remember that in the in the bodybuilding industry. Yes, of course, there are many guys that are natural, uh, but there are also a shit ton of guys that aren't. And the ones that aren't will be often able to handle a bit more carbohydrates than the than the ones that are natural. Um, but let's just let's look at an assisted male. Now, maybe on prep, as they're dieting down, um, their carbohydrates are between two fifty to to three hundred grams of carbs. Now. If you've decided, like, right, I'm going to run a high day, you maybe take them from 250 to 300 for up to, let's say, between five to 600 grams of carbs, uh, almost doubling doubling their daily intake. Now, of course, you could do it over two days, but if you're more towards the start of prep, you may, like, if someone's not as lean, you may just do this over one day. Now, on that given day, you may decide, and this is what I often do, you may decide to manipulate output, so you may decide to pull their cardio down on that day. You may decide to pull their steps down on that day and literally flip the switch in regards to energy balance on that given day. Remember, as energy balance as a whole, so you're not necessarily, by putting in a high day, you're not getting them in a surplus. You're just allowing the, as I said, reduction of dietary induced fatigue, lower levels of cortisol, and allowing them to continue to dig that little bit harder. Female side of things. Females, it's well 
well obvious people know in the industry can be dieting on anywhere, let's face it, between 75 to 100 grams of carbs, all the way up to maybe 175, 200 grams of carbs. Someone listening that's just heard me say 200 grams of carbs has went, you absolute bastard. <laughs> if you are a female and you know, you're know you not dieting on much carbs and you hear that another female is dieting on a lot more, then um, of course that, that, that could suck. But at the end of the day, just what I'll say, it doesn't matter how much food they're on. If someone's peeled, they feel just as shite as you do. If you're peeled as well and on less food, like it doesn't mean that because they've got more food in them that they feel any less fucked than you do. But anyway... So let's say, for, say for example, uh, let's meet in the middle. Females on about one two five to one fifty gram of carb. Um, maybe on that day, you go from one two five up to three hundred, or you go from one fifty um, to to three hundred. Not 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 a huge increase by any means, um, but again, let's say if they were doing forty minutes of cardio and you don't give them that on that day, then you right okay that's a huge huge shift in energy balance. Um, now in both on both occasions you I'm not going to tell you what to expect to see on the scales because what you expect to see is an increase when often it's not the case often you'll see that someone might drop someone may hold um, and of course someone might bump up but when someone bumps up you'll find that it's like it's quite negligible it's maybe like a, a point. 2.3.4 um, however however that is more so if they're a little bit further out if um, if they're leaner you've obviously put more food in so you may find that their weight jumps up by quite a bit like if I'm carb loading someone I'm going to expect to see their overall weight go up by a couple of kilos as I do that but anyway so we've talked about what we would do if we were doing it across one day well you're thinking like, right, well, Vonna ran that one day and I put in a certain amount, but is that, do, you know, do I use that um, that amount the whole time? Well, it's going to really depend on the response that you see. So let's say, for example, you've got that guy, um, you've went to 500 gram of carb, his weight didn't budge, then you kind of know, well, you've got room for more that next time. But if his weight's not budged, you're probably thinking, well, okay, how lean is he? Do we actually need to do this over a couple of days? Because what you'll find is, if you're lean enough to do this over two days, you'll see more of a response than you would do doing over one, not being quite as lean. I hope that that makes sense. So, scenario, someone's, say, 10, 12 weeks out, you're on one high day, um, you'll see a response, of course you will. But if someone's, let's say, eight weeks, seven weeks out, you're on two high days, you'll see more of a response and they'll get leaner quicker than you would do from the first scenario. Which sounds crazy, I know it does, but it's just, it happens. Trust me. But if you're thinking, well, how do I know when to go from one to two? Often, if it's early on in prep, I'll always start with one, but very quickly, I'll, I'll often move it to two just because I know the benefits of it. And, and in that scenario uh, where I've switched to two, that's where I might remove cardio on that first day. Let's say it's a lower body day. Then the next day, I've maybe went straight in at the same totals. So if it's a guy and I went to 500, the next day I maybe go 500 again. But I'll maybe say on that occasion, right, take, you know, rather than four minutes of cardio, I'll just do 20. Or, you know what I mean? So 
rather than rather than you listen to this and say, right, this is exactly what I'm going to do with my clients, or this is what I'm going to do with my prep, you need to make a decision and they need to learn from it. So that like that's the scenario. But I have plenty of clients, like the one guy who's two weeks out, two and a half weeks out, by which when we run two high days, he does zero cardio. You know, I mean, his steps stay the same, but zero cardio. Roughly, it's about 30, uh, 20, 30 minutes a day right now. Um, but he does zero when we run high days. You know what I mean? So there, there's no general rule of thumb about what you must or mustn't do. It's a case of assess and learn. The female that I had competing this past Sunday, who won uh, throughout her entire prep, we have had high days roughly every about 10 days, 12, max 12 days. Um, and they've all, always been, for her, two days at 350. And, and we pull the cardio right down. But that's a lot of food, you know, 700 grams of carbs over two days. But, she, you know, she's dieting on almost 200 grams of carbs, 175, 200 grams of carbs. So she can handle that amount. We would see a little bit of a weight bump. And then, as I said, within seven days, she would, you know, right back down, she would have hit a new low. So then we had to top back up because she was just ahead, um, ahead of the ball game. And I've no doubt that within a couple of weeks, you know, she's four and a half weeks out, within two weeks she'll be absolutely ready for that sort of final final show. Um, in the, the closer you'd get to... A show is really that's giving you an idea of what you're going to be doing into the show. Now, if we speak about guys and girls, it's not always the case that you maybe will load girls as aggressively as you would guys. Um, particularly if it's the likes of the bikini class, uh, do do bikini girls need to load? Um, I mean, well, they have muscle, right? So absolutely, you can load them, or you can reverse them out. It's six and a half a dozen, really, whichever one you do. With my um, athlete this past weekend, we did load. We went 350, carb on the Friday. The Saturday, we went two. And then the Sunday, uh, it was a couple of meals before stage. And, and that was that. With some guys, you know, you maybe go, um, say, five, two days at five, um, a, a lower day, and then the show. Some guys, you know, fucking it could be 650, 7.58, whatever it is. Um, but you really, as you're going along the prep journey, you need to understand, you need to be continually assessing because it'll dictate what you do. Now, as I said to you, the two days, at, let's say that's a guy scenario, the two days at five, well, if we weight's not went up and then he drops really quickly, you know that next time you feed him, you could put more food in. So when you go from five hundred to five fifty, the next time you load, next time you do the high days, and you run those high days, you maybe see the same response. You say, "Fuck, right, I can handle more." So maybe go from five fifty to six hundred. Same thing happens, six hundred to six fifty. You know what I mean? And then there'll come a point where it'll slow down, where you won't drop really quickly. And you say, "Right, we're there, thereabouts." You maybe get to a point where you think, "Actually, that's a bit too much," right? But that'll be based on your visual assessments. So take for example the one guy I've got competing in two weeks. I know with him, I give him two high days at six fifty, and then within seven days he's back down to where to, to a new low or roughly back back down to exactly baseline. Um, but I know that after that second day at six fifty, the day after he looks a little bit watery. 
so he's a little bit spilled, right? So for just now, for the purpose of where he is, that's okay, that's fine, because he's ready, he's pretty much ready, right? So I'm not trying to dig more off, so I'm topping him up, let him fall back down, top him, fall, fall back down. But for the stage, we don't want we don't want him to be watery, right? So we kind of know, like, right, we could go 650, 500, and then we've got that interim day between the show, that's what I'll often do, especially with natural guys. And um, when they're drying out that interim day, we're kind of go 650, 500, then maybe like three, 350, there, thereabouts. And that'll hold him, hold that fullness nice, nice and nice, nice and tightly going into that show on the on the Sunday, I think it is. Um But that has only come from the continual assessment of me checking, right? How does he look like after one day of loading? How does he look like after two days? How does he look like? What does he look like post workout after two high days, after one high day, etc., etc. And then not only that, but also like right, well, what does he look like directly after the two, and then what does he look like the day after? Because often then that'll tell you right. This is this is what we're going to do going into the show. Um, so you have to analyze, and it's really only through that analysis that you then kind of know what to do going to the show but also just if you're earlier on in prep just what you what you need to do uh, for the next time that you run high in regards to frequency of how often you'll see these it's, it really does depend on what you see in front of you and as a coach it's just having a coach's eye to be like right my athlete's been digging now for initially so when they start dieting they can dig for a long time before they need this but as you get further into prep, you may be like, right, um, I know that they've been digging for two weeks now or 16 days. I could see they're looking a little bit flat, weight loss, things are slowing down. They tell me how fucked they are. You then maybe can top them up from based on what you've seen before. You go a bit more, um, you put more carbs in, and then boom, seven days later, down to. You know, an absolute brand new low level of conditioning, um, but that only comes from, as I said, the the continual, the continual analysis. Um, as an athlete, if you're prepping yourself, it's really, it's going to be really hard for you um, to decide whether you do this or not because you, sometimes, like, you have a big want to just eat more as an athlete because you're prepping, you're dieting, you're hungry. But sometimes it's just deciding that there's not a need. If there's sorry, if there's a need or or not. When especially if it's your first time, you know, if your coach is telling you to eat more, it's brilliant. But if you're prepping yourself, don't be lured into the fact that other people around you are getting high days. So you feel like you should have one as well. The um the one thing that you tend to hear is oh um the the extra food tricks my metabolism and speeds up fat loss. That is, if someone tries to, if someone says that to you, please turn around and run in the opposite direction before they try and sell you their ebook, because that person maybe doesn't know much about physiology. Um, but hey, let's let's not let's not beat that person up about it. They've maybe just misheard that phrase from someone and that's just what they've learnt so far in their career so let's just understand that these high days we're running 
they're, they're not necessarily speeding up your metabolism, right? We have, uh, especially if you're assisted, we have things in there that will do that, such as thyroid support um, or thyroid hormones, should I say. But um, we can't necessarily just speed that up with a day or two of food. Our main purpose, our main goal is to reduce dietary induced fatigue, levels of cortisol, um, and allow someone to just dig that bit more. Someone goes from feeling totally fucked to having more energy, they'll naturally move more, they'll naturally train harder, they'll put more effort into their cardio, their calorie expenditure in the subsequent days after the high days will be higher. Um, so then that's how these high days effectively work. Um, they're not for they're not for everyone, um, but it's it's not it's not sensible to think that you can diet for eighteen weeks without running one of these. I don't care if you're a, a guy or a girl. Um, you will at some point need to have a little bit of a back off. Now, when you back off, some people prefer to just completely rest um, and not run high days. I, I don't know many people that do this, to be fair, but um, that's that that can that can obviously offset levels of cortisol as well. But I think that the combination of a bit more food um, and, and a bit of backing off is a works better, if I'm honest. Um, but let's also bear in mind that oh, j- just because you're, you know, guys, just because your buddy Jimmy um, is able to handle like 850, 900 gram of carb and he's a class one bodybuilder, doesn't mean if you're like a, a 65, 70 kilo men's physique athlete that you'll be able to handle the same amount. Um, you know, just, so just because Big Jimmy said you need to have this much don't listen to Big Jimmy. Just make sure that you get you get ready, you get lean enough. Because the thing is, right, see if you've still got loads of fat to pull off, like you, you're maybe not going to need these. Um, so you want to be making sure that you're on track, you're ready, um, or you get you're getting ready, you know, as as you need to be within the time frame you've got. Um, are they a tool that you can use when you're behind? Depends how much how 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 much you're digging and when they're needed. But I definitely run these with um, someone that was on track or ahead of time, um, but mostly based on the factors that have been been discussed in this podcast. So yeah, I guess, guys, I hope that that hope that that helps. Um, I think uh, you know, high days has has kind of come around the past couple of years to replace the word refeed. You will not see many people say. Uh, refeed now uh, or I'm getting a refeed today uh, on social media for for some reason you just you just don't um, and, and it's something I suppose that I've uh, especially with my athletes over the years I've just went from like maybe saying that to just like a lot of my athletes will sort of attest this like I'll just they'll check in and sometimes the first thing I'll say is like hey can we run a high day today and a lot of them well if they didn't know what it meant originally then they now know what it means after that first time we do it but I'm hoping that this podcast will maybe shed a light into as to how how it works why it works and where you could go from there um, of course I've given you just some examples there's going to be out, outliers within that like there'll be some bikini girls that could probably run high days at 400 455 I'm sure there are there'll be figure girls that can able to handle that or more but the thing is I'm just giving you one example, two examples of um, of situations, just so to give you a rough idea of the process. As I said, everything 
everything should be individual for for what you do. If it is genetic, if you feel like what you're receiving um, from you know advice from whether it's your coach or your friend or whoever that's helping you is genetic, remember that um, it, it's okay to have like basic guidelines of okay, here's where you start. But then as you kind of go throughout your prep, whatever it is you're doing, um, it's got to be specific and tailored to you. And that's just something that we strive uh, to do here at VW Physique. And something we're passionate about is, is is helping our clients achieve a result that they never thought possible. And if this is something that you're thinking about, we would love for you to join the team. And we are taking on board clients for, I mean, at this point in the year, really your last opportunity to compete is going to be November, I would say. So if you're very, very good or you're very, very lean, you could definitely come board and prep this year. But it's more likely thinking about next year, uh, whether that be the Scottish season um, or, or at some point um, later on down the line. But at this point, if you're coming on board, we're most likely thinking about an improvement phase or a short recomp in then into an improvement phase. But we are we are most certainly taking on board clients. And for anyone that's not not know much about the brand, you know, we have put, me, well, me personally, this is not include, including Ali as well, we've put 41 people on stage out of those 41 people, we've achieved 83 top threes and 38 firsts. So any athletes that, for us, that step on stage, um, they tend to do well. That's something that we take pride in. So we would love for you to be a part of the, the team. If you want to join the team, all you've got to do is, is jump on Instagram and drop me a DM or drop me an email. Um, but if you drop me a DM, you're more than likely to get a response that a little bit quicker. Um, and we could we could uh, have a... Have a call consultation about um, about plans and about which show you are going to to either win or place in the top three because that'll be what our goal will be for all athletes that do come on board. So listen, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, let me know about it. Share it with someone uh, that's close to you that can maybe benefit from it. And remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.